1: Come on, Uncle Get the party starting. Hear that music?
2: Hello, sports fans. Football is well underway.
1: Basketball is on its way. Baseball almost done. All that chatter, plus other random thoughts. It's time for Sports Yak, brought to you by Rabbit Wigs. This holiday season, put that rabbit in a wig. And now, here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. This
0: is your announcer, Jimmy Schultz. Welcome to episode 14 of the Sports Yak. It is so great to see across the desk from me, the co-host, Chuck Freeby, back in action. See, when you sat
1: next to me the one day, that caused a cataclysmic cavalcade of events that we're still recovering from.
0: Yes. How are you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? Eh, About 7. Are you on something? Oh, I'm on lots of stuff. And that'll be
1: evident as the (laughs) day goes on.
0: Let's uh, check in with Bob Nagel right now. Of course, he helped fill in the other day. Uh, We do have Bob in another room. He's still talking from that last episode. Uh, Let's just open the door here and see.
2: And I'll never forget, and I tell this story about every time we're in Rice Field in Elkhart, but it was a hot day in August, and we were doing a game. Uh, It was uh, probably Penn against Elkhart Central. And uh, the young kid had prepared game notes and left them on our seats, you know, for this is the 19th meeting of these two teams and the record. Wow, just like Notre Dame, you know, not quite as much. And his mother had made chocolate chip cookies. And by the way, Chuck's mother is a great great cook. So there are chocolate chip cookies and also, and I'm looking down and coming up the stands with a cooler full of cold drinks was this young little whip of a kid. Couldn't have weighed 100 pounds I don't think. And he's, he's battling this cooler and he's getting his butt beat. He gets all the way to the top. He's got sweat running down. And he comes over. He says, Mr. Nagel, would you like a cold drink? I said, no, I I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the first time I met Chuck. And then when I was at... Uh, As you can see, Chuck, he still has plenty to say. Uh what a good guy
1: though. What a good guy. Uh it was a pleasure to intern for him 30 years ago and it's a pleasure to work with him today. Every one of us has our foibles.
0: <laughs> foibles? Foibles. Look it up kids, foibles. Do you remember the story he told about being 13 and dragging the big ice cooler up to the press Vaguely, box? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think he's got me a little young at the time. I was probably about 15 or so, but still
0: so that means the high schooler was probably on the shoulder because you were a lot stronger. No, 19.
1: I was I was very flimsy as a
0: high schooler. You're a wee little man? Yes. You can always email us if you've got a question or a comment. The sports yak with 2 ks at gmail.com. You can follow The Yak on Twitter, sports yak with 2 ks Or on Instagram, sports yak with 2 ks Chuck's on Twitter At 46 Sports. What's the big hot tweet right now?
1: Well, we've got a poll going with Notre Dame not playing this weekend. Which game merits your attention? Michigan, Michigan State, IU, Penn State, Purdue, Ohio State, or are you watching all three? Which you could because they are not, they run uh, subsequent to one another.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, Let's put you on the spot. Which one are you looking forward to or at least watching? If I had to
1: choose just one, it would probably be Michigan-Michigan State just because of the hatred between those two teams and the wild finishes that they have had. The most wild being the year that Michigan, all they needed to do was run out the clock. They were going to win the game. They line up in punt formation. The punter drops the ball. It's picked up by a Spartan and run into the end zone as time expires for the game-winning touchdown.
0: Michigan's only loss right now is Notre Dame. Right. They're ranked number six in the country. They run the table through the rest of the Big Ten, which means beating Ohio State. Could there be a Michigan Notre Dame playoff game?
1: Highly doubtful. That would mean that Notre Dame would have to be two and Michigan three, and I don't see that happening. Okay. But it's not impossible. Ohio State plays Purdue. Can Purdue uh win that game. Can they? Yeah, they can. I mean Jeff Brohm's a good coach and he's got his offense starting to click right now. But I think they're not going to. I think Ohio State's just a little too good for them.
0: Okay. Let's see here. What else you got in the world of college football? You said something this morning that caught my attention. Is well
1: there... the AP came out with an all America mid season team, which yeah. I don't remember this being a thing, but you know, okay. And Julian Love, the Notre Dame cornerback, is on it. I have a bit of a vested interest in this because on Countdown to Kickoff, we do a segment called Buy or Sell. And earlier in the season, very early, I think maybe after Game 1 or Game 2, one of the Buy or Sells was one of the Notre Dame players will be a first-team All-American this year. And I bought, thinking that it might be one of the offensive linemen, like mm-hmm. Sam Mustafer or Alex Bars. Well, it's not going to be Bars. He got injured. Mustafer hasn't had that good a year but julian love is having a terrific season he's on the Bednarik award watch list for the nation's top defensive player and i think he's worthy of this all-american consideration he's getting right now
0: your twitter question where is it currently uh hovering at
1: uh let's see the last i checked that on that twitter question the most popular of those games was the michigan michigan state game
0: okay
1: uh by far And let's give it another click here and see. Yeah, we've had almost 200 votes as we record this. Michigan-Michigan State's at 48%. IU-Penn State at 14%. Purdue-Ohio State, 22%. And 18% say they're going to be lazy slugs and sit on the couch all day and watch all three.
0: (laughs) What time is that Michigan-Michigan State
1: game? I think think pregame's 11.30 and kickoff's at noon. Okay.
0: I have an inside-the-stadium source. That's feeding me photographs of the stage being built for right. Brooks. Yeah, I find that fascinating. How many people it takes to pull this thing off?
1: Well, they started. I mean, they literally started on it as I was doing the post game show last week. As soon as that football game really? was over, the crews were moving things, football related things, out of the stadium so that they could move in. They had the the plywood planks that you see. Protecting the field turf right mm-hmm. now from those stadium shots. Those were lined up along the two along the tunnel walls. Okay. So as the players went back in, they were not walking past bricks. They were walking past these plywood planks that had been lined up so that they could put them out and start getting things ready. They took the goalpost down that night.
0: Wow. And I I think I saw a tweet from somebody that works at the stadium. Nobody can remember the last time that happened. No. No. The pictures I've got, the most recent one I got, it looks like the main stage in the center is set. And then it goes up. It's got kind of a big uh, canvassy... Almost like a pagoda. Yeah, overhang. And then there's going to be... Well, from the stage setting, the seating arrangement that I see online, it looks like a giant star. Are they still going with that? I don't know. I know there's a lot of video within the stage where Garth is going to walk. And uh, still plenty of tickets available, Chuck Freebie, And at half price, basically. Yeah, let's look right now. Let's go to Vivid Seats. That's the app I use. You can sit in the lower level, 34 over there by where the freshmen usually sit, $37. Wow. Right now. Instant download on your tickets. Get it on your phone. You'll be able to walk right in.
1: My but, wife won tickets, by the way.
0: Listen to you. She won a pair of tickets. Tell us how it works.
1: Um, we are buying furniture from a furniture store, and they had a contest, and you put your name in the jar, and apparently her name was drawn out.
0: What and, kind of furniture are you getting?
1: A uh, sectional.
0: A sectional. Now, is that uh, you've got like a couch base, and then do you got a couple of ends on the side? What do you got, a giant U? What'd you go with?
1: It, it's a kind of a 90-degree angle okay. thing with uh, three
0: recliners. All right. So... Did you test drive it? Uh, uh, slightly. Yeah. Uh-oh. Do you feel good about that? Oh, I feel fine about it, yeah. Okay. yeah. We did not test drive our current furniture as much as we should have, and now we're dealing with the ramifications of not doing that.
1: We're hoping to be sectional champions. I like where your head's at. Would on. we advance to a regional? I don't know.
0: <laughs> NBA is underway. I am considering coming out of retirement and actually watching this season. Why? I don't know. I... Uh, I've seen for some reason interested in LeBron James out in Los Angeles. Uh, I like this Kevin Durant character, Stephen Curry, all of a sudden. I literally haven't watched since Michael's last game, which was 97 ish.
1: Well, I used to be right there with you. I used to be an NBA diehard. And I don't know if it's an age thing. I know the kids today, they love them some NBA. Yeah. And they love watching it, and it's all over my Twitter feed all the time. And I really don't have that much of a dog in the fight. I mean, my team, your team, the Bulls, haven't been good for a long, long time. They're not going to be good this year. No. Um, Now, you don't have to be good in the Eastern Conference to make the playoffs because the Eastern Conference is just a giant steaming pile of
2: garbage. (laughs) The Western hey, Conference do wh-
1: back. The Western Conference is where all the talent is. It's where Golden State is, it's where LeBron is and Oklahoma City and Russell Westbrook when he's not sneaking snacks on the bench and Houston and James Harden. The West is where it's at in the NBA. And see, the problem is I can't stay up for those games. Oh I can't yeah. stay up for your West Coast games.
0: As they say, ain't nobody got time for that.
1: Ain't nobody got time for that. When you got to be in here at five in the morning, I gotta be in here at six forty. It's not happening. Thank goodness
0: for highlights. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt. We're at the early, early, early what, stages. What's going to be your team? I'd love to watch the Bulls, but yeah, uh, uh, Pacers maybe? I, I, I'm a local person. I, I will
1: tell you, Victor Oladipo is a fun watch for the Pacers. Victrola? Victor Oladipo. He played at IU. Okay. And he is a fun watch for the Pacers, and they just signed Miles Turner to a four-year $72 million contract. They have some good young talent down there in Indianapolis, and I think they could make a run in the East this year. All right. But again, the East is a big steaming pile of garbage.
0: <laughs> Let me write that down. I want to make sure I heard what I heard. Maybe we could hashtag that one.
1: And, of course, our buddy Demetrius Jackson from Marion High School in Notre Dame, he plays for the Philadelphia Seven. He's on the Philadelphia 76ers team. He did not get in the game last night, so I can't technically say he plays.
0: Mm -hmm. But he's on the team. Okay. Uh, Word has it, Muffet McGraw might be in that seat on Monday.
1: That would be great. And let me tell you something about Muffet McGraw, and I tweeted this out this morning. If you're not a follower at 46 Sports, go flog yourself and then become one. Uh, But when you take a look at their returning lineup this year, I don't know if Bob... Bob covered just about everything in life on Monday, but um, what I
0: got out of his conversation about Notre Dame women's basketball, all are really
1: healthy right now. Well, here's your starting projected starting lineup: Agumba Wale. She averaged 21 points a game last year. Jackie Young averaged 14 and a half. Mabry averaged 14 and a half. Shepard averaged 15 and a half. And then Brianna Turner's coming back. In the last year that she was healthy, she averaged 15 and a half. That's 80.6 points per game returning to your starting lineup. Best starting lineup over the last 15 years was Ohio State last year at 75 points a game.
0: Wow. You I mean, they, they
1: could be a a force to be reckoned with. Now, of course, you know, they're going to have some obstacles to overcome. What's the first the,
0: one off, off the top of your head? What's the first big one, do you think?
1: They play in a tournament up in Vancouver that's got a pretty good field to okay. it. I want to say South Carolina. Don Staley's got a really good team there, and they'll face them more than likely up there. Um, they challenge themselves with their schedule. Of course, they got the evil empire of Yukon coming in here, and Gino will have some tricks rolled up his sleeve, I'm sure. But my goodness, this is a deep and talented team that she has this year
0: let's talk about high school football you're uh, making plans you're you're underway you're getting prepped and ready for this Friday's game Northwood
1: and Plymouth Northwood ranked number one in class 4A they have the affable and ever popular Bronson Yoder on their team the young man that seems to do a little bit of everything for them and they'll take on a Plymouth team that they played just last Friday and beat 56 to eight and you might say Chuck well why in the world are you doing that game I'll be completely honest with you it's because we get a lot of sponsor support from Northwood and Plymouth. Okay. And the other thing is, there aren't that many compelling first round matchups. The other first round matchups that we kind of took a look at were Jimtown and Knox. Knox is six and three, Jimtown's five and four. But that left everybody feeling meh. And the other one was Bremen and Woodland, who are probably the top two teams in that sectional. But Woodland's not even in our viewing area. So you really only get the opportunity to sell Bremen. And that just didn't move the needle for anybody.
0: Okay. And you can do Facebook Live at 7 o'clock. Yep. No and restrictions.
1: TV 46 Friday night at 11, Saturday morning at 9.
0: Uh, and I hadn't had a chance to tell you this because you were under the weather on Monday, but last Friday's game, even though you were down for the count, a fantastic game.
1: I thought it was a fantastic game, and I thought my voice held out enough yeah. for that game. Uh, but I was secondary to just an absolute... Uh, fun game to watch. I mean, Mishawaka, when you, when you look at that game, they really should have beaten Penn by three touchdowns. And they just kept giving Penn the chances to get back in the game. And in fact, gave Penn a chance to win the game at the end with the 37-yard field goal, but they missed it to the left. And then Mishawaka wins it in overtime. Just uh,
0: an incredible backyard brawl. So when it comes to overtime in high school football, I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, each team... Gets four downs at the 10 yard line. Yes. And that's it. That's it. No time on the clock. Unless they tie in the uh, overtime, then it goes to a second overtime. Right. Okay. That was interesting. All right. How do you like
1: that compared to the college and the NFL overtime?
0: It felt quicker. Well, it's much quicker. Uh, I think. uh, Which one? I think I like it because both teams are going to get a chance.
1: Which one of the scenarios do you like better? The four downs from the 10 that's high school, the first down at the 25 for college, but you can make first downs and have it be like a regular possession, or the NFL with its, well, if you score a touchdown right away, you win the game, but if you don't score a touchdown right away, then the other team gets a chance and comes back and... Which one of those do you like the best?
0: I don't think the NFL is doing it right. I like a little bit of what I heard in the middle one, but I think I'm going to go high school overtime is my favorite.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Although I'll, I would like him to go back to the 25-yard 25 25 line. That's why I like the college one. Yeah.
1: Because in the college one, there are decisions to make. Okay, if you've got it fourth and one at the opponent's 16-yard line, do you go for it? Do you go for the first down, try to keep the drive alive, and you're still not getting any points right away? Or do you say, ah, I'm just going to take my three points and get out of here?
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That might be a question for Twitter tomorrow. Okay. I want to talk to you about this because I think you've got a special little inside info on this. Monday was the 30th anniversary of Catholics versus convicts. And did you tell me you were roommates with the guy behind that T-shirt? No. What's the story there? Um, Joe Frederick, Notre Dame basketball player, uh,
1: was the guy behind that T-shirt. Okay. My friend Bobby Kloska was selling T-shirts to basically pay his way through school and sold enough T-shirts that he was able to go overseas to Europe one time. Um, I mean, that seemed to be the thing of the late '80s on campuses is coming up with different T-shirts, different logos that appealed to people, and they plunked down ten bucks for a T-shirt, no problem. And he could get them made for like three twenty-five. Right. So he was copping a six seventy-five profit, and then he'd he'd get guys by giving them a free T. He you'd get a free T-shirt if you could sell ten. Okay. You know, so you were getting commissioned, basically. So he had people out selling for him. So Joe Frederick saw this, and he kind of decided to jump on board, and he came up with the Catholics versus convicts. Okay. I don't know if he's the guy that came up with it or he he helped sell them. Um, And Digger found out about it was just livid, just livid. But, yeah, it's— it's a great documentary. It's a thirty for they did an ESPN thirty for thirty on it. I believe it's on the tube of you. Okay. And it's well worth your watch.
0: And what that was nineteen eighty eight? Yes. I remember that shirt still around when I moved here in ninety one. I, I still s- got one in my closet. I would see it at games and, and I was like, What's the story behind you still have yours? Yeah. Wow. That by the way, that date, October
1: fifteenth, nineteen eighty eight. Mm-hmm maybe one of the greatest sports dates ever. Okay. In the afternoon you've got that Notre Dame Miami game. 3130, Pat Terrell knocks down the pass in the end zone on the two-point conversion to preserve the Irish win. That night, game 1 of the National, of the World Series, Oakland and the Dodgers and Kirk Gibson hits one of the most iconic home runs with not one but two of the best home-run calls you'll ever hear. Vin Scully, after Gibson circles the bases and is being mobbed by his teammates,
2: says, High fly ball into right field. She is gone! In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened
3: the Yak on Twitter at Sports
0: yak, with two Ks. Let the second K is silent. I feel like we've covered a good Wednesday amount of stuff. How do you feel? I feel good
1: about today's show. I also feel good when we talk superheroes and Aquaman and things like that. Um, we were talking movies last time, and we were talking First Man yes. and Apollo 11, and then there's Then there's a movie that's out, and I can't think of the title of it, Hunter something. Hunter Killer, submarine movie. Yes, and it reminded me of Hunt for Red October. Yes. This is the most excited I've been about movies coming out in quite some time. Now, I know you're a big Star Wars fan, and you go to a ton more movies than I do. Yes. But how do you feel about that particular troika of movies?
0: I love a good submarine movie. Das Boot, Hunt for Red October, Crimson Tide. Yes. Uh, what, what am I missing, Chuck? What's a couple other? Um, Pearl Harbor. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. Had a killer submarine in there. So I saw the scenes of that movie. It's coming out of nowhere. And it's got the guy from 300. He seems like a pretty decent actor or whatever. But I would love a great submarine movie. Enclosed, you know... Uh, Claustrophobia kicks in.
1: Doesn't it take you back to playing Battleship as a kid?
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think you would win some points if you took your wife to A Star is Born. I Total thumbs up. Total thumbs up.
1: You know, I wouldn't because A Star is Born is based on, well, first of all, this is the sequel. The original Star is Born. Was the old Barbara Streisand, Nick Nolte?
0: Movie. Well, this has actually been made four or five times. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a decent it's a decent movie. It's on Netflix right now. Okay. That version. All right, but this one's up to date, and it's Chuck. It, uh, sincerely, it's a really good date movie. Who's in this one? Bradley Cooper. Okay, um, who learned how to sing in the gospel choir at his college? Really, and then Lady Gaga. Are you familiar with her work?
1: I've heard of her.
0: Mm -hmm. Her character basically turns into her, but she starts off very down-to-earth, no one's paying attention to her, and he sees something in her that kind of raises his spirits once again.
1: Did I ever tell you I stayed at the same hotel as Lady Gaga? No. Notre Dame goes down to play baseball in San Antonio every year. Okay. And the players stay with host families, the support staff, the coaches, all that... We stay at a very nice hotel called the Hotel Valencia, right in downtown San Antonio, right on the Riverwalk, and it is a it's a big time hotel. Okay, and they have had lots of stars there. And I come down the elevator one day, and I come out the front, and there is this giant bus that is basically made to look like a slab of beef. And I thought, oh, maybe they're grilling stuff out here. Yeah. No. Like Eckrich. No. This is
0: Gaga's bus. And it's a giant side of beef is the uh, the rap on the bus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see her? No, I did not see her. No. I don't think she saw me
0: either. Hard to believe. I know. Uh, quick pop culture rundown. Good Doctor, if you're not watching it, still a great, great show. I think Diana Mary watched that. Monday nights. Yeah. 21 Pilots have a new record out. I'm going to give it a B-minus. A B-minus. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Toby Mac, I'll give him a B-plus on his new one. This Friday, a little band from Frankenmuth, Michigan, called Greta Van Fleet. The next Led Zeppelin, Chuck Freebie, Really? Oh, yeah. I'll play you some. I'll play you some. All right. Uh, what do you think of Manifest? Have you watched that on NBC? I see it on the Hulu. I, I watched, because I remember overhearing you say you were interested in it, I watched the first – 30 minutes of the first episode and uh didn't do anything for you it feels like it's going to take a while to kind of oh i'm I'm hooked you're in i'm in three episodes now or yeah, i'm
1: waiting to watch the fourth maybe tonight you're in i'm in why it's just so bizarre okay it's just so bizarre did
0: you watch lost no okay did you watch fringe back in the day no. But this there's something about there's this one. There's something saw. about
1: this one. Now, I've also I, and I don't know if there's any kind of common thread. You know, I like the 24. I like The Designated Survivor. So I like Kiefer Sutherland. He's not in this. Okay. Um but I I like shows that kind of twist me around as I'm in them. Okay. Now, I'll tell you the unpopular I'll give you my unpopular opinion show. Here we go. I can't stand this is us. This is us. I cannot stand that show. Because none of the characters are likable in my eyes.
0: Have they all more act
1: than... they all act like a bunch of horses behinds.
0: Have you watched more than one episode?
1: Oh yeah. What? I tried to get into this is us because all I heard everybody talk, oh, this is in my Twitter feed last night, oh this is us is so oh, emotional.
0: Oh. Grow up. You know that's not how they really sound. No, that's how they sound when they tweet. <laughs> Do you watch this Is us? I watched we kinda watched the first season, but I I think regular T V has lost the battle with all of the cable slash pay channels and their shows. There's no better reality TV than sports. There it is. This is full circle. The sports yak, just like that. Pick a pick a great thirty eight special song. You got one in the top of your head? No, I don't. A little caught up in you, second chance. I'm so caught up in you is, is very good. Let's I do that them. one. 38th special, April 13th at the Bluegate Theater in Shipshawan. Well, that fits
1: like a glove. I don't blame you for wanting to go. I'm just trying to picture 38 special in Shipshawana. Well, my pal Andy over there is taking a
0: risk with some classic well, rock. Well, good
1: for him. I'm glad to see him stepping out a little bit.
0: SportsYak, you can follow us on Twitter with 2Ks, on Instagram with 2Ks. You can email us, thesportsyak at gmail.com. No answers to your question from last week. Well, the correct answer would have been Mark Loretta is
1: the only player who has played For the Brewers, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and the Astros. The wrestling question. Brett the Hitman Hart knew that if you want to be the man in the WWE, you've got to beat the man. And he did. He beat Ric Flair. Woo!
0: One more. Woo! Do you have one for us? Do you want to test drive another question? I do
1: have a scripture verse for you. Let's do that. Galatians 5, 22-23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. So if you go out and do all those good things, you're not breaking any kind of law and you're being a good person.
0: Be a generous person and hit the subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode of Sports Yak. Google Play, Spotify. SoundCloud, Spreaker.com, iTunes. Chuck, we are everywhere they want to be. Exactly. Sports Yak, thanks for listening. Until next time. Woo! Woo! You've been
2: listening to Sports
1: Yak on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of this hot garbage rant. Follow SportsYak on Instagram and Twitter at SportsYak with two Ks. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's God.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.